0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to week three of the 2015 Misscriptive! Correct. Week three, the final installment before the final judging? (laughs) Is this the penultimate judging? The, The penultimate vote? Yes. Your last chance to exercise your democratic freedoms. At least oh, as long as you still have them. Go, 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 come back Kick, <laughs> kick, kick. <laughs> I'm Dave Stecko. I'm David Flora. Oh, dear, sweet, gentle, soft, flaxen haired listener. Join me next to this roaring fire of exploration. Yeah.
1: Pour yourself a brandy of the unknown.
0: Have a seat on this fine, bare cushion. Betwixt Masters Flora and Stecko. They're there. Aren't we all more comfy now? <laughs> now watch this TV I've had brought into the room, beaming live from the 2015 Miss Cryptic Contest! See what oddities we parade before you oh, this week. That's right. This week, our senses will once again be amazed and bewitched by three elegant young ladies. Asterisk. Here at the Ms. Cryptid Institute, we value the intangibles, poise, grace, nascent psychic abilities, perhaps the ability to turn into an amorphous mist. Flora, what do you look for in a cryptid? Fangs! Yes, bitey, pointy fangs. Tell us, Master Flora, of tonight's elegant ladies, shall we find a fang in the group?
1: We shall, and we might find many,
0: Ooh. for tonight,
1: for your horrible viewing pleasure, we have... Your
0: imaginary viewing pleasure. From darkest Africa. It's just Africa now. From Africa. <laughs> the Adze.
1: Ooh. From darkest West Virginia. Yes, that's totally accurate. The Sheep Squatch.
0: Sheep-a-squatch!
1: And from Darkest Netherlands.
0: <laughs> well, for like six months of the year. The Vitaviven.
1: Oh That's right. And we also have the winner of week two oh, to
0: announce. That's right. Your votes have counted. And they counted quite directly in one direction. But not the band. Never the band. <laughs> so let's let's so roll this out. Let's get to it. Flora. On week three. Bring out the first elegant lady.
1: How about we take a look at the Adze, a creature from the folklore of the Awe people of Southern Togo, Ghana, and Benin, Africa. The Adze is considered a type of vampire that usually usually assumes one of two forms. In human form. The adze appears as a hunched back person with large talons, great strength, and jet-black skin.
0: Well, that's ridiculous. Something that has all of those attributes could, A, never make it through the air, and would be thwarted by any walls or any barriers.
1: It's able to shapeshift into its other form, <gasps> a
0: small insect. Sometimes a firefly.
1: Usually a firefly. Which it loves to do, since it can crawl in through keyholes and cracks.
0: Mm -hmm. And and actually, in one of the the accounts that I read, it doesn't even need to go that far, as the Firefly can just (laughs) right through stuff.
1: Well. Well. In this form, it's very agile, being near impossible to kill. Mm -hmm. Some some, uh, sources will cite it as being indestructible. Well. Well. Adze's drink blood in both forms and they prefer the blood of children. Who doesn't especially honestly especially infants?
0: If you've been out like on a holiday weekend playing beach volleyball in the in the hot summer sand, what are you going to pull up for? What you want to do you want like a child's blood or some old guy's blood? Not me. I'll always take a tall, cool child's blood, please. <laughs> Nothing quenches like the third, like the, the blood of the innocent. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which when that uh, uh, baby cart comes rolling around with the <laughs>
0: ching, 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 ching. ching. <laughs> I come around. I'm one of
1: them SpongeBob babies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, it's got
1: bubblegum eyes.
0: <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> Too far. Yeah, you hoisted me by my own petard. That's I deserve right.
1: that. While in insect form, it's said they will drink blood from a sleeping person either through the thumb or the lips. Mm hmm. In human form the adze will drink blood however at once and
0: also eat the heart and liver of the victim. And if you think that that's the extent of the trouble they can cause, you'd be wrong. You should just listen, you should just learn before you talk. Think before you speak. Because not only can it will it eat your your internal organs, not only will it do some some creepy night thumb sucking, <laughs> but it can also possess you. You can become the the tool of the, Look out. of the odds eh? but the good news is this there are ways for your your family and loved ones to know that you've been possessed the bad news is is the telltale markers are almost universally just signs of being an old-fashioned asshole <laughs> <laughs> for example uh you could be pos- uh, suspected of being possessed for a number of reasons um say you're a woman and you have a brother okay no, that's it. That's good enough. <laughs> and you can you can you can double you can double indemnify yourself. It can get worse. Especially if that brother's <laughs> children are doing better than yours. Oh okay. Yep, yep, that's one. I see. Uh another another telltale sign, another another how you know if uh, someone's been possessed? Toenails. If you have toenails. Old people. <laughs> that's it. Who lives that long? Right. Must
1: be a sorcerer, <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> um, yeah, the o- old people are always suspect of being uh, possessed, especially if young people uh, start to die and the old people keep
1: don't. on living. Yeah. Yep.
0: Mm. Okay. Um, <laughs> how about the poor? <laughs> you should also look askance at the poor, and as like as with the other two examples, there's a way to make it. Make yourself even more likely to be possessed. If you're poor, and you commit the sin of envying the rich,
1: <laughs> these rules brought to you by yeah, yeah.
0: The, the man, the, the, <laughs> the status quo, <laughs> the king of your peoples. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> God, yeah, yeah. Keeping everything stable. Let the sleeping dog lie, people. <laughs> so yeah, those are some of the wow. telltale signs. Of Odze possession. Yeah, it's believed these creatures are, are sorcerers or
1: witches, or at least that sorcerers and witches are are in league with them. Yep. They can use this magic to possess victims either by will or by... Uh, pill. Or, uh, by pill. Or by being a victim of an Odze attack. If you're a victim of it and you don't straight up die, vampire style, you can become yeah. uh, under their possession. Pretty, You know, that's standard vampire rules. Sure. That's a thrall. Uh, possession puts the victim in a zombie-like state, and eventually the person becomes sick and dies. Hmm.
0: So doesn't last f- for very long. Oh my God. You're so right. Oh, the old and poor people, <laughs> they get sick and die all the time. <laughs> That's right.
1: They're under possession. And sisters. i can also survive uh, a little while on palm oil or coconut milk. If they can't find a supply of blood, although doing that for too long will send them into a ravenous blood frenzy.
0: Well, also, what they don't tell you is that coconut milk is a natural laxative. I learned that. (laughs) That sends me into a blood (laughs) frenzy. (laughs) I learned that from Tom Hanks.
1: (laughs) So, though difficult, they can be captured in insect form. But when they are, they immediately revert back to human form and attack you.
0: (laughs) So put them in a big jar. I, I i mean what if you have it like in an, in the net and it just goes huge and then the net just like pulls through its skin and just <laughs> pulps itself that's, that's that's the whole picture they paint on these
1: uh descriptions and stuff it's like you put it in jar but then it grows and busts out of the jar yeah uh put it in net it'll rip the net like yeah i that you you would think that <laughs> being growing inside an enclosed space would have some bad repercussions my my theory is put some wooden stakes inside the jar oh like yeah. glue them to the inside somehow and, and so when you make all those there, crazy
0: jars if you yeah. they find you making a, a stake lined a jar but, <laughs> but you're probably possessed yeah but i've got i've got the worst news for you flora what's that and i quote just to get just to stop you from even spinning your wheels <clears throat> There is no defense against the odds. Eh? He really you is the man. Do. I mean, well, it, yeah, he really is the man. I don't know, but let's let's try this crazy jar idea you got yeah, going. Yeah. It's like a Might ship well. in a bottle, but not at all. Right.
1: <laughs> you just do wooden stakes in there. Yeah. That way, if it
0: tell if it, the guy at the store you're making a ship in a bottle, so he doesn't call the police. <laughs> just say I'm making the struts for it, so
1: I can set it on there. Yeah. Put the keel on on this part. And- this one will hold up the mouse. For your birthday, I'm going to make you an oddze jar. <laughs> that'd be great. We should, when when we get the store set up, we should make them and sell. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that'd be terrible snake oil. So it's thought the tails of these creatures were told to warn of the dangers of malaria and mm-hmm. mosquitoes.
0: Yeah. Which, I mean, but what is it? What is that accomplishing? It just says that you, they're going to bite you. You can't do anything about it. <laughs> like it's just it's just making it actually worse (laughs) (laughs) pretty much is because
1: it's saying oh you you can't kill them in insect form you can capture them but then they'll they'll kill you don't even try and it's your ass that's a good point but uh getting possessed by them getting sick and dying that's all goes hand in hand with malaria that's where they think some of that comes from so yep so there you go
0: that'll be the odds a for ya (laughs) Up next in this thrilling cavalcade of clandestine cryptids, let us welcome the Sheep (laughs) Squatch. Hey y'all, my name's Delbert Mittens, and I'm here to introduce the Sheep Squatch. How about
1: this? Sheep Squatch. In West Virginia, there was a rash of sightings in the 90s. Wait a minute. Where in West Virginia? Well, a few different places, but uh, primarily around the Boone County area. Boone
0: County? That's a load of horse shit. That's wood snoot territory. You know it. I knows it. Ain't no such thing as those no steam Squash. It's the wood snoot, and it steals your beer. <laughs> Boone County wood snoot. You don't take kindly to the interlopers, neighbors, or anybody else, hikers, environmentalists, people from the EPA, and the damn Food and Game Administration, and park rangers, <laughs> work crews from a local penitentiary, and them kids on field trips, hates them, wood snoot.
1: I gotta tell you, I don't take kindly to the Food and Game Administration either. The FGA.
0: <laughs> Sometimes I'll even wonder if them badges is real, because <laughs> they'll take your beer too. <laughs> so,
1: uh, some of you may remember one of our intros. Yeah, we sorry. did a, a, a the Mari Voynich show. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it was the case of the the wood snoot. <laughs> the Boone
0: County wood snoot stole a guy's beer. this was Bud Light. So it was Budweiser Select. <laughs> Select. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to steal time from
1: Sheep Squatch. <laughs> so in the 90s, there were sightings of a strange hairy hominid that has come to be known as... Sheep Squatch. Sheep Squatch. Also called the White Thing. Sheep Squatch was the described as... Thing? What? The Great White Thing? No. Oh. It's not great. Uh, it was described as being about the size of a bear with white wool-like fur. Its front paws were not unlike a raccoon's and its head was long and pointed with a dog-like snout, or maybe a bear-like snout, and horns like a young goat. Mm. Some accounts say they were a little larger, like a ram. And many of those accounts, I think, are just artist descriptions. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: it's true. It also apparently had a long, hairless tail and smelt of sulfur. Yeah, The tail thing is funny because... In the accounts that I read, it never comes up really, <laughs> but got well, a few. I think, yeah.
0: Cause there was, it was supposed to, because it was like born of hell or some probably also maybe it just had the, uh, sheep gas.
1: Got a, a few accounts here from the, from the nineties. Uh, although sightings are documented as far back as 1965 in author Ruth Ann music's book, the telltale lilac bush. But a surge in sightings started in 1994 when a former Navy seaman saw it one day in the forest. <laughs> he watched it drink from a creek. I'm sorry. He watched it drink from a creek, then move
0: on into the surrounding brush. Now, I do have one question because I, I, I've read that account. Okay. And there's some, uh, if we're reading the exact same account, I don't know, but in the one that I read, I, I got to ask you this. I got it. Okay. It says... In 1994, a former Navy seaman stated having witnessed the beast drinking, um, breaking through the forest after ingesting a mound of mushroom caps he found on the forest floor. <laughs> now, that sentence leaves it a little nebulous as to who <laughs> ate the shrooms. I didn't see that. Yeah. I didn't see that in the one I read. So, yeah, I, I, it doesn't say who was just hanging out in the woods eating mushrooms. <laughs> that's That's a great point. Yeah. So anyway,
1: let's eat grandma or let's eat grandma.
0: That's right.
1: (laughs) That comma matters. Comma matters, people. Uh, uh, Later that year, two kids saw the thing while they were out playing and said it stood on its hind legs, which made it stand over six feet tall. Apparently, the sheep squatch was the startled one, though, as it took off through the forest. Screaming goat sound.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, A year later.
1: A couple was driving through.
0: I love that sound so much. <laughs> a
1: couple was driving through Boone County and saw a big white creature in a ditch by the road. Stopping to get a better look, they saw what seemed like a bear like woolly beast, possibly having four eyes. Was it the man bear pig? No.
0: Big man bear pigfoot? Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Albino, big man
0: pigfoot. Yeah. Oh. Uh, The rarest of big men bear pigfoots.
1: (laughs) Suddenly, it jumped out of the ditch and began attacking the car, causing the people to speed off with scratches on the car as a souvenir.
0: Hey, four eyes! Oh, (laughs) s***! In
1: 1999, some campers were out not far from their house when they started hearing snorting and scuffling from the darkness around the campsite. Without warning, this supposed sheep-squatch appeared at the edge of the firelight and charged them. They ran back to their house, chased by the thing, and then it stopped at the edge of the woods and let out a terrible scream. Uh,
0: screaming goat sound. But, but wait, wait, don't do it yet. Screaming goat sound, but longer with a little bit of sinister behind it.
1: The campers returned to their site the next morning to find it all torn up, Like someone had tilled it up for gardening.
0: Well, did he? I mean, it's fine if he's going to plant it. Mushrooms. It was like his weed stash. He's going (laughs) to grow forest weed. Uh,
1: There have been a few other sightings here and there, mostly around the Boone, Kanawha, Putnam, and Mason counties in West Virginia. Wood snoot
0: territory.
1: To date, they only remain anecdotes, however. You know, next year, I'm putting the Boone
0: County wood snoot. Into the miscrepted contest, <laughs> it's the new hoodag. It is the Boone County wood snoot. That's a that. I'm that, making that's that's t-shirts, bumper stickers, wood snoot festival, <laughs> snoot days, <laughs> <laughs> snoot scooting. Oh my it's, god! It's, it's the race. Sno- it's like yeah, a, the snoot scoot. It's
1: like a soapbox derby.
0: That's right. Snoot it's, don't pollute. Clean up snoot snoot town. <laughs> well. Okay. Looked we good. We got to workshop
1: it. <laughs> yeah, some, some work to do. The show Mountain Monsters recently did an episode where they searched for it. Have you seen this one? No. Have you seen any of that? No, I didn't. No, I haven't, Dave. Uh, it was the first time I had seen the show, too. It was nigh unwatchable. Oh, how painfully predictable. Um, I I think I got through maybe 20 minutes of it, if that
0: i'm not surprised
1: (laughs) yeah not good um do you do you ever feel like they they might just think of an animal and combine it with sasquatch and then new it's a new thing
0: yeah i mean how many squatches have we dealt with there's the the bat squatch Uh there's the sasquatch there's sasquatch there's uh the sheep squatch I mean, I don't know I how guess many that's all. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sure there's another Squatch. We don't either don't know about yet or are not remembering. It's only got to have one syllable in the name, though. Yeah. So like dog Squatch. Yeah. Like rabbit
1: Squatch. Yeah. That doesn't work. Goat squitch. Goat squitch. That would work. That would work. Snake squitch?
0: Maybe. That'd be terrifying. Oh, I know what you want to see. Spider Squatch. Well, it doesn't work. Can't even be afraid of it. Doesn't work. Bear (laughs) squatch. Send us in Uh, any squatches in your neighborhood that we don't. Any hyphenated cow squatch? Oh, I'd love cow squatch. I bet there's a cow squatch out there. Or would it be a bull squatch? Uh Hmm. Next episode, bull squatch. (laughs) Tonight on bull squatch. (laughs) All right. Okay. There it is. Sheep squatch. Sheep squatch. And for our last. Lovely lady of the evening. Literally. Literally. We go to the lovely and socially progressive Scandinavia, where it seems they're just, they just do everything better all the time. But since we're not willing to learn the language, we're never going to go. <laughs> I honestly think that it's the language that keeps that place that great. It's a really high barrier to people just wanting to go there for no reason. If they spoke English, we would have ruined that place by now. You're probably right. They got that A with a little circle at the top. That scares 20% of the people away just that alone.
1: (laughs) 4Ks in a row. Liberal use of
0: umlauts. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) And all the fish you can eat.
0: Yeah. Fermented. (laughs) It's fermented in the bottle. (laughs) In the barrel. (laughs) Yeah, they they bury reindeer. They bury shark. They ferment shark. They just bury it in the ground and come back for it. whoops (laughs) whoops <laughs> that's right We're talking about the vit even yes which which kind of i i like this i like this already because even though we don't speak Swinordic <laughs> sweden vanavian um you can you can parse this one out it, it actually um the roots of the word uh means wise women
1: yeah according to who you Ask.
0: Well, you know, there's there is there's some, there's some 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 small deviation there. This is a
1: creature of Dutch, Belgian and French mythology.
0: Okay, then why the um, why on earth did you let me go through all that Scandinavian stuff? I well, could have sworn it was from Scandinavia.
1: D- doesn't the Netherlands count
0: as Scandinavia? Well, I don't know, but it doesn't count enough as much as I was selling like the, the far frosty northern reaches of it. So, well, <laughs> Two things I don't know. I don't know anything about the etiology of what they're called or where they're from. So, Laura, you might want to take the reins from this point forward, and I'll just try to catch them. I thought I knew what I did, not I'm just making it up. Two fangs. <laughs> oh. Tiny
1: bears with ties on and the Dutch. <laughs> yeah. The Vitaviven are spirits or fairies that live near mounds by lakes or swamps. They are described as women dressed in white with long hair, appearing in wispy, mist-like form. There is some confusion that stems from the translation of their name and leads to two different views on them.
0: I think I've made my position clear.
1: You have. Uh, Vita is commonly translated as white in Dutch, and Viven means women. Taken in this context. Oh, white women. Bam a Oh, white women.
0: Bam a lamb. Yes, went to boarding went. school. Bam a lamb. Because her mom's no fool. Bam a Her dad's a ophthalmologist. Bam a <laughs> And her mom's a hell of a homemaker. Bam a lamb. Oh, white women. Bam a lamb. Oh, white women. Bam. <laughs> I can't tell if, I, if that's offensive or not. Well. Probably is then. air er, air er, on, on the <laughs> offensive. Uh,
1: taken in this context, <laughs> the white women are spooky specters that delight in leading travelers astray at night, particularly to their deaths in the swamp.
0: Oh, they got a little like will of the wisp action going there. Mm-hmm.
1: They can also be vengeful if slighted or if a promise to them is
0: broken. So like if you promise to uh, get a limo for their homecoming, you better make sure that they will haunt you. Oh, what women. Bam, bam, whoa. (laughs)
1: Got a nice caramel latte. bam a lamb. Gonna take him to
0: the potty. bam a lamb. Gonna go to the dance. bam a Lulu Lululemon yoga pants. bam a white, white women. <laughs> says Yikes. here uh, the only way to protect yourself is by carrying a uh, small (laughs) container of pumpkin spice latte. Yep.
1: (laughs) And and wearing
0: Uggs. (laughs) You have to offer them the Uggs. Um,
1: Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) However, in low Saxon dialects, vita could be derived from vetten, which means to know, shortened to vit or viti. In that case, the vita viven are wise women. Hmm? Told you. Who help lost travelers and are given offerings. And this can come from the old pre-Christian Northern European tradition of the volva. <laughs> I'm listening. Wise women of the highest social classes with knowledge of herbalism, politics, meteorology, and even prophecy. When They've all totally read Eat, Pray, Love. <laughs> when they died, it was thought their spirits remained on earth, residing in burial sites, mounds, or dolmens. The, oh, yeah. Uh, large stones. We've talked about those. Mm-hmm. And people would often take offerings to them for help and advice. This practice could have come from old Germanic pagan beliefs of uh, honoring Alphen, which uh, are elves. Yep. And Deeson. Which were uh, spirits associated with fate, and all all of this is Scandinavian mythology. Yeah, it, it all it all ties together all up in there. So okay, so maybe you I'm don't not have to, so wrong. You don't have to
0: feel too bad, <laughs> just a little bad, as bad as I feel. I think. Yeah. Well, also, we should feel bad because we're sexist and stupid. <laughs> don't forget, that's a good reason to feel bad. But we'll do anything to make the jokes we want. And I don't care what person it makes me. (laughs) If I want to sing a song about white women, I'm going to do it.
1: (laughs) I don't care who I hurt. uh, As Christianity took hold in the region, Dave, same old song and dance. The wise women were slowly subverted. And the thought of spirits of wise women gradually came to mean witches and evil things to be avoided.
0: Sigh. Oh, 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 white women, Single tear. <laughs> <laughs> became so much more fun and so much less informative. The sad thing is neither of us are drinking. I know. <laughs> yeah. I just ran four miles. Yeah, I went on a 12-mile bike ride just uh, just before <laughs> I got here. Maybe we're just high on endorphins. That's,
1: that must be it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're just exercised. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, y'all don't need to be drinking. You shut up, we do.
1: So, Vitaviven. Yeah. What do you think of that? I like it. I, I, I like uh, that it's got the the two different things. And, and you know what's, uh, what's crazy about it is uh, some of that's true because apparently a lot of the area in in that region does get very foggy and misty, yeah, and when there's swamps and stuff and you get off track at all, it gets dangerous yep so there's there's a little kernel of truth to
0: that, yeah maybe that's that's like the uh, the apocryphal warning could be uh, yeah yeah, uh, to avoid the mists watch out, watch out for them so there you go yes, three <laughs> elegant contestants. Oh, and now we reveal the winner from week two. But first, delaying puns. Hey, I'm glad we finally called it for what I was. I feel, I feel clean for the first time in a long time. Just kidding. I don't feel clean. Not yet. me. <laughs> uh. Never clean. Flora. Yes. You got some puns? I got two. Okay. That's a good number.
1: Sometimes, whilst drinking, you start seeing strange creatures, Dave. Mm-hmm. could be big, woolly, nasty beasts, you see. Uh huh. It's not normal if you had good alcohol, but it's pretty common when you encounter cheap scotch. Oh, nice.
0: It's the worst scotch. You know, there's one other uh, hominid that we, we forgot to list when we were trying to list off other alternative hominids, and this is one that, as far as I know, has been cited all over the globe. Usually noticed uh, its telltale markings are a lack of general body hair, but always a very thin uh, line of hair just above the lip, just under the nose, just a very thin uh, line of hair. Mm-hmm. Um, usually seen hanging around women's locker rooms, <laughs> um, sometimes in the adult section of a video store, mm-hmm. just watching over the top looking, and almost always in an airport. Uh, that's the Creep Squatch. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's taking pictures of him. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to take <laughs>
1: creep squash is taking pictures of you. <laughs> Usually found in Soviet Russia. <laughs> <laughs> right, Dave. In the Scottish Moors. Sometimes you'll you'll come across some white mist or fog that rolls up around you. It's foul smelling, though, and causes instant nausea. Some people think, if you encounter this creepy white mist, you'll be doing a better haven.
0: Uh, <laughs> I get you. I like that. All uh, right. <sighs> well, you know we uh, uh we've got a little bit of an ad we need to 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 add to this episode. An ad to add? Yeah, yeah. Well, we got we got um, uh they bought some of our airtime. It's a uh, it's a Belgian sitcom. It's about uh, three ladies. Who live in a swamp and uh, really you know it's just it's tough being a lady in the swamp trying to lure people to their deaths but they're all very well educated Um, and I although I I don't understand the title in Belgian um, if it's subtitled into English and it's called witty women that's the I'm going to go ahead and say that's the worst pun I've ever done (laughs) I think that's the worst one I've ever done and what I'm what's gonna be even more painful is getting listener mail that goes, No, no, here's one that you did that was worse.
1: <laughs> I mean I don't know, silver lining, it took you this this long to get
0: there maybe? Yeah, I guess. It was a good I run. Know. I just hit rock bottom. <laughs> <Bam-ba-lam>. <laughs> Yeah, see, I burned. I gave a lot of gold to this podcast already. <laughs> well, them puns and pons. Oh, <sighs> Okay, so last week we had Zana, the uh Northern Georgian beast woman. Yep. We had the Wisconsin hoedag, the old fashioned hoedag, and we
1: had. Le Le best of (laughs) Ramblong.
0: You went Cajun. I was gonna say, as as told by a drunk Cajun man. (laughs) (laughs) So, boy, I got to pick now who I thinks who I think wins, and that's really tough because the Ho Dags just full of America and piss and vinegar. Zana is just kind of a cool, weird story kind of sad. Yeah. And the beast of Javudan was like as far as we know pretty real. Yeah. And a murder machine. A murder machine. Uh, I got to tell you hmm. the only the only tip floor has given me is that this week was not close that the 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 voting has been pretty clear. Was not as close as week 1. Yeah. Oh, shoot. I don't think it was the Hodag. I don't think it was the Hodag. I think it was Zana. I think that it was Zana. That's what I think. Okay, which is tough because that's a, a tough call between them. But apparently, no one else felt that way about it. The winner of week two of the twenty fifteen Miss Cryptid contest is the Beast of Javudan. Oh, oh my god! The Beast of Javudan. That's awesome! Congratulations, Beast! You get to go to the FET bet. It's a party in France. It's and congratulations to all who voted, because that enters you once again into the 2015 Miscrypted Contest Prize Package.
1: Prize Package with a golden goat man. Oh, so golden, so goat man. So we've got two of the three pieces of the Triforce, Dave. Yep, we have the jackalope mm-hmm. from week two, the bet du chavodan, and from week three, who will it? be will it be the odze?
0: will it be the sheep squatch or will it be the Vitaviven? of even lamb well only you can tell us you're in charge from here on out
1: you can vote uh once more into the breach dear friends and we will announce this on i guess next week's episode we have to yeah, to we'll, announce we'll, it. yeah
0: we'll put it on the on the next episodes so that we can kind of tighten up the the voting schedule yeah
1: so we we might uh we might get a few days knocked off of, of how how long you have to vote. So yeah. vote uh, as soon as you get the chance for this week, and then once week three is determined, we will open up the polls to determine who is the winner of the twenty fifteen Miscripted contest. And you Boom. will have
0: one week from there, and we will announce it on the next episode. Oh, um, we'll have a winner, and man, the prize pack is awesome this year. We have our. Sh- Together, so much better than we have in the past.
1: (laughs) It's going to be a lot of the same stuff, but with uh,
0: uh, a a magnet thrown
1: in here and there. Two magnets, two magnets, and a A sticker, a
0: a T-shirt. Yeah,
1: a real T-shirt. We've we've got stuff cooking. Cooking. So you know
0: the drill. You can go to
1: the Facebook and the Twitter and the YouTube's and the iTunes. So yeah,
0: please give us a five star review. Write us up something nice on the iTunes. Follow us on Twitter. Yep. Uh, friend us on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> what's the difference there? I don't Just like us, right? I right. I don't think you can be our friend because it's not set up for that. Right? We are a podcast. Yeah. So that's what you can do. Yeah. And, uh, and don't forget, uh, check out the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. Some really great other podcasts. If, you know, uh, when you're done and not before, I can't stress this enough. When you're done listening to us, check it out. Uh, They've they've got so many great podcasts over there uh, and so many great people that it's always worth checking out something uh, that someone is doing. I've been listening to uh, a couple of um, Hello from the Magic Tavern. Mm -hmm. That one's really fun. Um, Improvised Star Trek. I'm a giant Star Trek fan, and I think it's hilarious. The Tales of the Federation Starship Sisyphus, Mm -hmm. which I've been enjoying. All improvised. All improvised. Also, Alka Hollywood, which uh, is a really fun podcast. And, you know, in the near future maybe a couple of guys named david might show up over there i don't know I don't it's know. too soon to tell it's not too soon to tell it'll happen oh <laughs> so uh yeah check out some check of those uh, out. check out some of our podcast friends because i got to be honest we're just bathing in the riches that uh that is the best uh listeners in the entire podcast realm that's right and i i don't know it's i feel i feel greedy if i if i don't share you <laughs> but i don't want to share you you're mine. We are jealous lovers. <laughs> yeah. Dave and David, jealous lovers. <laughs> Podcast uh, bumper sticker. There you go.
1: Hope you had fun. Yes. Enjoyed this uh, Miss Cryptid contest this year. We'll see you in a few days for
0: the next episode. Woo! Bye!